We all, none of us really know. <laughs> none of us know. really know. I know. No, I, I know. I know. Perfect timing, Keith. Keith, what's up? Your favorite movie of all time. F9. Oh, good. other choice than remember the Titans being number one. I'm curious. <laughs> I'm spoiling oh. mine, but... So, well, let's, let's see. Here we go. Yeah, that's a good I mean, question. I'm not even from talking. <laughs> you shouldn't be talking at this point. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Apocalypse Movies and our weekly hangout show here on Apocalypse Movies called Apocalypse Now. Uh, it hasn't been as weekly as of late. Um, we have not had a show in a little bit, a live show. We've kind of uh, been a little bit on hiatus here on the channel. Uh, and we're going to be getting into why exactly here in just a little bit. Um, as you can see, it is just the three of us tonight. Myself, Brian, uh, Gio, and I believe Keith will be trying his best to pop in here towards a little bit later in the show. But his work is a little crazy the, this season. so um, But we do hope to see him. Um, yeah, so look, hey, we're in here to talk about a lot of stuff. It's been two weeks since we've had a show. A lot of movie stuff has been going on in those two weeks. Um, a lot of craziness, um, projects not getting directors anymore, and obviously CinemaCon had happened, and a lot of cool things to talk about. But we do have some stuff to talk about up front. Uh, before we get to that, I want to ask how these gentlemen are doing. Brian, uh, it's Tuesday, early in the week, man. Haven't seen you in a little bit. How you doing? Good. Just trying to survive state testing for the next two weeks. Yeah, so, you told me that earlier. That's brutal. I remember doing that as a kid. I can't imagine as a teacher. It's so bad. You're like <laughs> with the same class for like five hours. Yeah, that's brutal. So that's brutal. it is rough. Imagine being with seventh graders for yeah. five hours straight. They get all and, angsty and stuff. And they're not, there's no break. Oh, what? Yeah. The only time they're allowed to leave is if they have to go to the bathroom or get water. So wow. that's brutal. That's brutal. It is pretty tiring to say the <laughs> least. But other than that, good. I get two Marvel things this week. So I can't complain. Yeah. Moon Knight. And I get to see and my then, sister and, and my mom. And Doctor Sh it's a big week. And yeah. I mean, it's a big week for you. Mother Day, Mother's Day on, on Sunday. Family's mm -hmm. coming up. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. that's awesome. So there you go. Yeah. And obviously, yeah. obviously, we'll be talking Doctor Strange next week. We're all going to see it on Thursday. Um, Amaru, so we'll, we'll... I, Amaru feels me. Literally, <laughs> no break. No. Teachers can't have watches, phones, anything yeah. in the room. The, it's rules, like, the rules are crazy. The it's rules wild. are definitely crazy. Um, Gio Ramos, man, uh, you've, been, you've been kicking butt at work. You were just, you popped in a little, little late here because work was kind of, you know, getting at you a little bit. How are you doing, sir? I am doing good. I'm I'm holding up, you know, uh since our last stream, uh life has just been something else. Um yeah. you know, but just trying to you know, stay you know, caught up on things and we saw the Northmen uh during that little break, so that was pretty cool. How do you like a new place? I do like it. I like it. I haven't really 
really had the opportunity to like, you know, take a couple of days to relax and like, you know, really just dive in and just, you know, relax. But I do like being very close to work. That 35 minute commute down to five minutes is really, really yeah. nice. And uh, getting to see a different side of downtown. So no, that's that. awesome, man. That's awesome. Yeah. I'm I'm glad you finally got you've been talking about it for a long mm-hmm. time. I feel like ever since I yeah. first first met you, you've been talking about it. So I'm glad it finally happened. Me too, man. It's uh it's it's a it's a very necessary move, but one that you know will continue to reward yeah. over time. So yeah. Um well, look, I wanted to say thank you to everyone in the chat for being here. Uh, I know that obviously we put it out there on social media that uh, something had happened here here at Apocaflix. That's why we've had a little bit of a break. We had a little bit of a very, very tragic thing happen here to the crew and one one person specifically. Um, so thank you for being here and and kind of hearing us out a little bit as, as we talk about this. Um, we're not going to be the best at talking about this. I'll tell you that right now. I'm already kind of getting the shakes just from doing it. I haven't even talked about it yet. Um, so just stay with us. Hang in there. We're going to do our best to get through this. But uh, I'm going to hand this off to Gio. Um, it's a little bit more important coming from this man. So Gio, if, if you know you want to take this, man. So those of you who have tuned into our channel, um, the five of us, five being Jake, Brian, myself, Keith and Jacob, uh, we came together because we have a common interest in movies. And over the years, we've become pretty good friends. All of us, we've become close. We watch a lot of movies together and uh, have really gotten to know each other. Our last stream was about two weeks ago. And two weeks ago, uh, unfortunately, somebody very close to the Apocalypse family uh, tragically passed away. That person is Taylor Smith, who is Jacob Barley's girlfriend. Um, She tragically passed away from a car accident. Um, And um, it's just been a very trying two weeks up until this point. Um, A lot of emotions, a lot of shock, even today. Um, Taylor was only 24 years old and to have your life taken from you that young really just makes you think about life and all the things we might stress about, whether it's our day jobs, film, Twitter, whatever it might be, sports, family, friends, whatever. Like when we found out this news, everything stopped nothing mattered and we really got a sense of just how precious life is i want all of you to know jacob bartley appreciates you guys being here in this chat whether you're watching live or on playback he will rejoin us at some point but right now is a time for healing and i just want you guys to know that we appreciate all your support everything that you guys have done all the well wishes on social media all the well wishes in the chat that i'm seeing right now it is very tough and it's yet another reminder of just again i'll say it again how precious life is sometimes life doesn't make sense 
sometimes life is unfair. And if this has taught us anything, it's that Taylor Smith, who has been mentioned a couple times on this stream, lived her life in the moment so positive, so happy and joyful and bubbly and you know did not deserve this but we believe if you believe such things she is in a better place now and you know i've i've told not to go into somewhere deep on this but like we all will get to that place at some point some sooner than others unfortunately but we will all get there and if there's something to take away from this a lesson if i dare say it it's try to live your life in the moment with nothing but love and support because that's how precious life is life is too short and so I hope we dedicate this stream to Taylor Smith, to our boy Jacob Bartley, in a way that makes the both of them proud. Thank you guys so much. I love all of you. Yeah, it's 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 not easy. Um, you know, obviously for myself, Brian. Gio and and Keith it's it's obviously a little different just because it's not someone that we see on a day-to-day -day basis but we've met Taylor and um you know it's it's very hard to believe that someone like something like this happened to Jacob um and and you know his loved ones uh it was pretty shocking to all of us uh obviously and we just wanted to make sure that you all know that every donation that's made to this channel um for the foreseeable future, you know, whatever, whether it's a dollar, however much we don't, we're not asking. We are just saying no matter what donation is made, it's going straight to Jacob uh, every single time. Um, you can only imagine what he is going through. You know, they live together and uh, that's half of everything that is no longer there for him anymore. Um, as much love and support we can give him, that is still something that is very much hanging in the balance. So, uh, we will be making making sure that all the donations that are made to Apocalypse are going straight to Jacob. If you can see on the YouTube chat, we turned off super chats for the time being um, because YouTube takes away most of that money. Uh, we want to be able to use something like Streamlabs, which takes away a less lesser percent um, from those donations from you guys. So if you do feel inclined to donate something to us for Jacob, uh, please use Streamlabs. The, the link is right above me. Um, Rachel, if you don't mind, can you put it in the chat, please? So people can see it in the chat. It's also in the description as well. Um, and I'll be keeping an eye on that as well. You can do it in any way possible. You can just donate. You can ask questions to us about the movie stuff. Um, any way possible. And that's not just for this show, but it's everything going forward from Moon Knight, Halo, eventual Star Wars stuff, whatever it is, every single donation is going straight to him. So, um, and for everybody who does it, just a big fat thank you for doing it. Uh, I know it's not easy. I know that we all struggle at times and, you know, life is not easy. But if you do do it, we cannot thank you enough for doing that. Really, like we really, really appreciate it. So, um, 
yeah, I don't know if anybody else has anything else to say. It was, uh, yeah, like, I mean, like I've said, it was just, it, it was pretty shocking, you know, to, to know <clears throat> just the, the fact that it was, it was at such a young age, you know, and I, I, I believe Brian, you, you met her before, right? And oh, yeah, plenty. Yeah, yes. both of you yep. have, have met her, and just like it just really puts a lot of things into perspective about life, everyday life, really. So, anything that you guys donate. We appreciate it's for our brother and um, nothing but love and support for everyone. Thank you. Yeah. And I'm, I'm sure that he's either going to watch this either now or he's watching it on the playback. Um, so all of you saying something in the chat, I'm sure he's reading this and feeling very much thankful for everything. Um, like Gio said, he won't be around for a little bit, but that doesn't mean he's not getting his input in chats and saying his opinions out there like Jacob always does. So um, you'll definitely hear from him if uh, if the moment definitely arises. So, um, yeah, thank you to everyone again. With that said, I think we should just get the ball rolling on everything that's kind of happening here in the movie world. A lot of things are going on right now. Um, as we mentioned, CinemaCon did happen. A lot of things happened as far as at the convention, but not not a whole lot publicly. So we're going to have a little bit of a conversation about that towards the end of the show. Um, but we do want to talk about two major things that happened in just the last week. Uh, and it's not something we typically talk about because it's kind of like a early process move. But these are two very kind of substantial moves that have happened. And we're going to start off with with Marvel. And it was revealed last week that Marvel and John Watts have gone their separate ways regarding the Fantastic Four movies. Um and this obviously came to much surprise because he had just finished up on the Spider-Man trilogy. Uh, the guy seemed very interested in bringing the Marvel's first family to the big screen. Once again, inside the MCU, he has a very good grip on what the MCU is all about. Um, but it was real that it was mutual. The two of it, it wasn't creative differences. It wasn't, you know, some dumb reason that they put up in these news articles. Variety literally said Marvel and John Watts both, uh, both commented. It was mutual. John Watts Man's is a little bit a break. Yeah, he was a little exhausted from doing three Spider-Man movies. And uh, let's let's remind everyone that before the three Spider-Man movies, his only directorial film is Cop Car, a very small budget movie that did not have a lot of money behind it. That probably didn't make a lot of the box office had nowhere near the um, size of Spider-Man. So the guy really hasn't been able to create and step back into the world of filmmaking outside of the MCU. I'm sure that had to do had had a little part to do with it. So uh, let's just kind of open the conversation a little bit about his move. What could happen next? Who you would like to see direct? Um, what are the possibilities here with Fantastic Four? And I know there's no timetable yet, especially now there's no director. But what do we think about the move overall? Um, you know, I, before No Way Home... I would have thought, oh, okay, not a big loss. But No Way Home was such a – it was a triumph for the comic book movie drama, genre. Excuse me. Even as we are, what, over 10 years into the golden age? I mean, we're, we're at 15 years now. What No Way Home managed to do – and what John Watts did, 
was just nothing short of incredible. And um, when I found out this news, like many of you, I thought that's a bummer. I was really looking forward to seeing what he does next. I would imagine the fact that he pulled off no way home. He probably had the most confidence he's ever had as far as the combo genre goes. And I'm sure he was a big fan of Fantastic Four. But I also understand that he might have been burnt out as well. Hell, even Christopher Nolan got to take a break between the Dark Knight movies and do little movies in between. Well, I, I, I guess you can it, say the movie, the movie yeah. after Dark Knight Rises was interstellar. So I don't know how little that movie was. Yeah, not little movies, but at least he had to take a break Nolan from the takes genre. Little breaks. I don't think there's anything called a break with Nolan. Yeah, yeah, true. I guess I should have phrased it differently. Like, He's yeah, researching space in those four year breaks. He, yeah. he took a break from the comic movie genre. <laughs> the projects may have been on the similar scale, but he at least got to step away. You know, with John Watts, no. Movie, movie, movie. And it turned out to be one hell of a trilogy looking back. Yeah, I mean what it was, it was 2017, 2019, 2021, right? Those were the those were the release dates. Not yeah. to mention probably having input on both Infinity War and Endgame because oh. he brought this Spider-Man to life, outside of what Civil War did, obviously, but sure um that's that's a lot that's that's a lot so uh yeah i mean i think someone said in the chat he's been working on spider-man for seven years at ed haskell said it seven plus years of spider-man like it's a long time yeah that's a long time to be working on a singular character and just yeah i i i've i'm sure fatigue uh, uh-huh. also of just that character too kind of like not like tom holland or anything just kind of like the the same character same it's like seeing the same scenery over and over and over again you're like okay cool yeah like you're doing different stuff in that day but that scenery isn't changing um I, i'm kind of like in the middle with it like I don't hate it, but I also don't love it. Yeah, I, I'm. Le- I I hate not knowing. Like, I guess, like, who's gonna take it? Because I have an idea with John Watts. Like, I, and that's why I we knew, don't hate it or love it. That's why we don't. I, go I, the I have a crazy somebody idea, else. Brian, we have a mind that you're gonna love. Well, my whole thing is like, I felt like John Watts is a safe choice. Like. We know he's done three good Spider-Man movies. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The, uh, I know I'm gonna get a decent movie out of it. Like, I'm. It's not gonna be poo-poo garbage. So, like, that part is. It was cool knowing. Ah, uh, do I hate not knowing who's coming? Brian, yes. you want me to tell you who's coming? I'll tell you who's coming. Oh, we know who's coming. Mm-hmm. You want to know who's coming? Ah, wait, 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 Jake. Is hold on, Jake. Is it <laughs> Brian? I'll tell you who's coming. And there's one sole reason. There is one person out there who right now wants to do nothing more than direct films. And he just so happens to be the biggest Reed Richards fan casting in the entire world. Oh, you think Krasinski's John, gonna do it? I, I'm putting money on it right now that John Krasinski will direct Fantastic Four. You oh. heard it here, guys. 
I'm putting I mean, money on it. I'm putting money on it right now. And I don't think that this move was as coincidental or as shocking or out of the blue as we are led to believe it was. I mean, if he wants to star and direct, I'm not going to complain. Like, I, I like mean, I'm just saying, I'm just saying there's a certain movie that comes out this week. Jake, you're making me. There's a certain movie that right. comes out this week. And I'm <laughs> and I'm just saying if. Hypothetically. If Krasinski were to show up as Reed Richards in Multiverse of Madness, and let's say originally it was just supposed to be. For the game. record, if anyone in the chat knows anything, don't say a word because we don't know. I don't. I will. So look, just for the people. record, let's say that he was just because look, it's it's been the biggest Marvel thing that fans have been wanting for like five years, like like 10 years. People have been calling for Krasinski as Reed Richards, right? Let's say that he was brought into this movie as a variant and it was just supposed to be a cameo. But he ends up absolutely effing nailing it. And Kevin Feige goes, wait a second. We have to do whatever we can to make this our Reed Richards. What happens? Krasinski goes, well, I want to direct though. Like that's kind of my passion right now. And I'm not saying he kicked John Watts to the curb, but... John Watts is like, I mean, yeah, I am kind of feeling a little bit. Maybe there's another property down the line. And he's like, Krasinski, here's the keys, my brother. I'm looking up how much. He is are. around the same age as when Downey started or started as Iron Man or Tony Stark. So I'm just saying it it's, it's very it is very interesting that the news dropped right now before this movie came out. I'm yeah. just saying, I yeah. think there's a very, very big chance that if if he does cameo, let's say that it does happen, that it'll be announced either next week or the week after that he's directing Fantastic Four. I mean, yeah, nobody would be upset about that. Everybody would be cheering. And once again, Marvel would be listening to the fans and, you know, doing... I'm just saying, but going back to John Watts real quick. Um, I mean, let's be honest here. Marvel has a formula. They have a way of doing things. Kevin Feige has a lot of input. That's what makes these movies so successful. So I would imagine John Watts has some, you know, limitations as far as creative freedom, right? Because they have a plan set. I mean, Kevin Feige is literally, uh, he said at Cin CinemaCon, he's, you know, working on the next 10 years they're on a retreat right now so maybe a john Watts wants to do something where he doesn't have any of that and that's not a criticism of marble that's just how their formula is that's how yeah. they're yeah successful so maybe he's like well I, I can't direct the joker at marvel but i mean i'm not saying i'm just whatever that was the first movie that popped in my head but like maybe he wants to go and do a smaller film or something that you know, doesn't require a global theatrical release or something. He probably maybe, has some movie ideas in his head he's been working on for years. Maybe he goes to Apple and does something with Apple, you know, like... I could see cool. Krasinski being in something like dude... Something well, no, we're talking about John Watts. John Watts. Oh. Yeah. Sorry. I was no, doing I, the math. Same thing for much. Krasinski, though. Same thing for Krasinski, though, yeah. I was doing... Go ahead, Brian. That, made, that man made so much money off of A Quiet Place 
yeah. like alone. And, that's and here's only- here's the big thing. He's not directing the third film. He's not directing the third Quiet Place. Oh, he's not? Yeah. He's writing it. He's not directing it. Yeah. This man made a Quiet Place 1 for $17 million and pulled in 341. Yeah, Guy bro. Cash made $324 million for a studio. They gave him $61 million, made $298 on who's one of the one. who's one of the last directors one of the last indie film directors or a movie that didn't have a lot of money behind it that marvel scooped up for a big budget project uh james gunn john watts oh i thought you uh, before john watts i was like okay. no would you I'm technically just count uh um oh he bring- did he bring you're himself muted. in? You're muted. 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 You're muted, Keith. You're muted, <laughs> Keith. There the we go. Captain Marvel couple. It was those two. Oh yeah, I guess the Mississippi grind stuff. Yeah. yeah. I was gonna yeah. say um, closure. Hey, buddy. Hey. Really... <laughs> Wait. Sorry. What about the the person who directed Black Widow? Oh, the cat. Oh, uh, Kate. Kate. Uh, Kate Shortland. Kate Shortland. Yeah, that's yeah. probably another one. There's probably a couple, but I, I was more so talking like big, big project, like Spider-Man and Fantastic Four fit in the same kind of vein, right? Oh, yeah. Like Captain Marvel, Black Widow, like they're great Marvel heroes, but they're not Spider-Man and Fantastic Four, right? Like that's that's yeah. kind of what I was leading to. I mean, hell, but, this... No, yeah, you're right. This guy's doing fantastic. His two movies that he wrote are both above 90% on Rotten Tomatoes. Quiet Place has a 96, and the second one has a 91. He made 85% return profit on his movies. Oh, look, hey, Brian, like, these movie, it, it don't matter who directs Fantastic Four. That just be, It's the Marvel... They're, it's going to make money. It's But it... No, I, I don't know that, Geo. And this is a great, great point to bring this up. This is from Mr. PJ Campbell. You Thank also you need to remember, that. Fantastic Four has tanked twice critically and they, commercially. Commercially, they sorry. They can't mess so up So they need one. someone to make the general audience give it another chance. Now, the chance to do that, Krasinski wins over general audience. Just imagine from the director of A Quiet Place. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, like, but like, yeah, no, I agree. No, totally. But at the same time, like, you could literally get a, a no-name director as long as a member of the Fantastic Four pops up in a Marvel movie or Marvel, uh, AKA TV Krasinski, show, it will make money because now audiences are like, "Oh, Fantastic Four is now part of the Marvel Studios." What do we know about Marvel Studios? Well, they just did a whole damn Infinity Saga and whatnot, and I enjoyed the hell out of it. And now they have the Marvel Studios logo banner. I'm gonna watch sure. that one. But sure. yeah, I mean, PJ Campbell is also right too that you know they they need to bring somebody. Who knows how to direct and can bring Kevin Feige's vision and what they want to do for the characters to life, you know? Like, but also be super creative. Mm-hmm. Because remember, at the, at the moment, we don't know if Fantastic Four are actually in our timeline or not. And like, if he's directing, you know for a fact Emily Blunt's going to be like, I'll do it. I yeah. don't see. I don't know uh, that, though. I don't know that. She is so against the genre right now um and she's publicly said it in it and directing well, I, think, it. Well, I, I wouldn't say she's against it she was going to be black widow 
she, I wouldn't say she was against she, Donna. She had, but like, if it's Jake, an interesting, she wasn't going to do a quiet place until yeah, until she no, read the true. script. That's true. And she saw that, like, she if she finds a character and a story that's interesting, she'll do that. I think she's she said that. That's so, she said that same thing. I think on the Howard Stern show, right? But like, there was a viral uh, interview where she said like superhero movies are not for me. I think it was the same interview. Might have been, yeah. Where she's just like, it's just not for me. I'm I'm just not interested in that. But then later on in a separate clip, she was like, if it was a story that was interesting enough and like something creative, I'd be open right. to it. And come on, don't I'm get me wrong. Of- do not get me wrong. You guys know how big of an Emily Blunt fan, fan I am. You know how big of a fan I, I am of her. I would want her in a heartbeat. I just, I don't know. I don't that, know. Jake, PJ said exactly what I'm thinking. Without her husband. And that's very direct, fair. Directing it. It's like, oh yeah, that's cool that. Like, and it would very but, much be the whole family thing, right? Marvel's first family. Like, yeah. And you know? like. It's a perfect fit. Like how bummed would it would we be if it were anybody else? Ex- uh, but I'm pretty sure I one. casted her as Sue Storm on our Fantastic Four casting table. Probably. I'm not mistaken. Like I'm pretty sure I did. Yeah. Um. I, I, I want it to happen. I just don't know if it's going to happen. Uh, that locks we, her in for a lot of things. I think we left know? those out. I think we left those two out because those were the obvious. Ones. Oh, you're right. We did leave them out because they were the obvious choices. You're right. Yeah. You're right. You're right. <laughs> Good call, Keith. This man trying to sit here and take credit. Because I would have casted her. Like because I would have <laughs> casted her. I would have casted her. 100% I would have casted her. Go back, everyone, and watch our... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, that, was that was good. But no, look, I mean, it... It's interesting, and look, we are just totally throwing stuff at the wall and hypothetically talking about Krasinski coming in and doing it because we don't know what he's doing next. And obviously, the rumors for years that that he's going to be cast as Marvel's Reed Richards and all that fan art and everything. Like, who knows? But there's obviously a lot of directors out there that can do it. A lot of great sci-fi directors, a lot of great directors that do stuff I, I saw someone put it in the chat earlier but someone like brad bird because he did the incredibles which is the fantastic four like so like there's an idea i don't want to look there there are leaks online so i don't really want to go down that route but i want to dig a little a little bit deeper into what you said jake okay let's say he does pop up in multiverse of madness <laughs> as presumably as a variant right like yes wouldn't that it, i would think so wouldn't, wouldn't that negate his chances or like significantly decrease his chances of being the Reed Richards of what's called, I think in Loki, the our sacred timeline, right? The it, main timeline. it would all depend on what happens because we've seen storylines in the past that there aren't multiple universes, but everything gets pulled into one universe. Not to mention there are like the same ones, but there are like, different ones too like yeah Loki and clearly had a bajillion he had a freaking alligator and, yeah, version to, to brian's him. point like not every variant has to be incredibly different there could be an exact same version of that character oh yeah good job made, pj that's what i but he made one example. other choice in his life that made him a variant well there's yeah. also too there's evil i have an issue of a avengers comic where they're uh Typical is they're fighting Galactus. Everyone shows up to fight Galactus. And there's an evil Reed Richards um, that everyone, like, hates. I mean, they all hate him. <laughs> I want to see that. Yeah. 
Uh, well, so, let's get a good Reed Richards before we see that. Yeah. Oh, no, I agree. Yeah. I agree. I agree. But what if Krasinski, uh, we don't know if this is, well, it could be both. I don't know, behind or in front of the camera. I mean, he was up for Captain America. He was on the short list. What if he's a variant of Steve Rogers? He was the runner-up. He was he was the runner-up behind Chris Evans. That's a great point, Keith. He's been there before. But what if he's a variant of Steve Rogers in another another universe? So you're where- saying Steve Rogers in a Fantastic Four uniform? That sure as hell feels like Chris Evans as Johnny Storm. That could happen, too. I wouldn't rule that out. <laughs> Chris Evans as Johnny Storm shows up in Multiverse of Madness. I will lose my mind. I will lose it. <laughs> I just can't. I think yeah. the thing I'm looking forward to the most is just finding out who those damn variants of the Illuminati are. Me too. I have an idea, but me too. I mean, yeah, I have a decent idea, but I'm just like, you know, there's going to be one that you're just like, what? Tom Cruise, Iron Man. Tom Cruise, Iron Man. Yeah, I can't wait. Only two more days. Well, I, uh, one, one, oh, go ahead, Keith. Go ahead. Oh, I was going to talk about Watts for a second. Um, yeah. He's, uh, I mean, did, I didn't read any kind of a statement from or anything. I mean, did he? I know, I mean, he's got to be exhausted, right? I mean, it was, what, it was a mutual separation, and they both commented basically saying that, yeah, I'm just a little exhausted and tired and kind right. of burnt out from doing it. He did it. He did it for seven consecutive years. I think right. he also uh, said like he'd love to come back and do more. Sure. There's so, a project yeah. that it, I'm sure Marvel will hand him the keys to anything. This is one where I, I actually I believe I believe him. I believe that. This is not one of those creative differences things. I think he really like our next topic. Uh, sure. Um, <laughs> but nice, Brian. Where nice. I, I, yeah, I mean it's coming, especially coming off of this last Spider-Man fight, which was huge. I mean it was it was a lot, you know. So I I think. Uh, and we know, obviously, I don't know if you guys mentioned Peyton, Peyton Reed yet. I mean, we know he's been. Oh God, years. I do not want him anywhere near this. Wh- are you? Why? Why? I why? don't want him near Fantastic Four. Have you why? heard his Fantastic Four Amen pitch? The loss, huh? Have you heard his Fantastic Four pitch, Brian? What's wrong with Peyton Reed? Going. He was. You know, he was originally. He had. He's had this Fantastic Four pitch for like Since twenty like, years. Yeah, I know. That's been out there I forever. Don't, I don't. Oh man. Hold on, Ant Man. What, what about Ant Man and the Wasp are oh, okay. good, but they're consistently in like middle tier. Like, did you like? Did you like uh, the Mandalorian? Uh, what episode was that? He did season. He directed uh, two. He directed the Luke yeah. Skywalker episode. Right? Did you like that? Was it the season finale one or yes. the one? See, uh, it's, right. you have to. Here's think, the thing, Brian. though. How no, do you, no, 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 no. Here's the thing. You have to be pretty bad to screw up that script. No, you don't. Not at all. Well, you got to be mean, pretty good to execute it. We yeah. saw what a couple of the Boba Fett episodes looked like. Like, did he do Boba Fett episodes? No, I'm just saying in general. Oh. Like anybody can screw up anything. Right. I don't know. Like, look. Okay, here's a great. Here's Wars. a great example. Uh, Kenneth Branagh just got nominated for I Oscar, hate him. and he I... directed Artemis Fowl. Like. Ken- you, I don't, you can ugh. screw up anything. You can anybody can screw up anything. Brian, Plain I don't simple. understand you. I don't understand you at all. I, I, I don't know. Brian, I don't. Anyway, like we him. before we move on, <laughs> uh, I wanted to say quickly because uh, we more than likely will see Watts in the future of the MCU. Right? Hmm. I would love to see him tackle the Inhumans. Just saying. No, no. Just look, saying. I think we're done with Inhumans. Um, uh, I don't think we I are. Think he, no, I don't. I would say are. done, but I don't know. If, I don't know. Jake, I don't think I, we are. Jake, I have one better. I think he's going to tap into an X-Men something. That makes sense. Mm. That makes sense. John Watts. Is Ma- f- maybe not so much a 
like specific. It's similar to Fantastic Four. So X Men, but maybe like a couple of them story. Oh, give, or give like him the X Men. I'd be down for that. I wonder if. Uh, I wonder if maybe. Matthew Vaughn might still be on the table for us. No, after after the Kings, man, I don't want Matthew Vaughn anymore. Sure. Well, yeah, you might be right. That's true. (laughs) Bring my (laughs) anyway. Anyway, um, I kept hearing Deborah Chow and um, Bryce Dallas Howard's name being thrown. Dude, I would love both of them are bound to hit Marvel at some point. Sure, they're bound to hit Marvel at some Mm -hmm. point. Um, one last thing I want to bring up this comment that I started a little while ago while we were talking about casting stuff. PJ said, "I'll say this: Feige doesn't stop chasing the talent." He wants. Very true. I mean, very, very true. All you have to do is show the man's track record and like why you have to have a pretty solid reason to say no. Yeah. hundred percent. hundred percent. All right. So that was kind of a fun little discussion on what could possibly happen with uh, Fantastic Four. The next discussion is in the same same area, but it's probably going to be a little bit of a harder discussion to have because what the hell is happening to the Fast and Furious franchise? Take what we um, just talked about. Fast, 180 this fast 10 fast x whatever the hell you want to call it uh they were not even a week into filming and it was announced that justin lynn has departed and stepped down as director from the film uh due to creative differences they've gone their separate way from a gentleman who has directed multiple fast and furious movies in the past don't the understand it um, and we did just get word a couple days ago that Louis uh, Leterrier, if I'm saying that correctly, oh, I apologize if I butchered that. Yep. Um, the Incredible Hulk and the first two Transporter films, mm-hmm. he is now directing Fast 10. Um, so a little interesting thing here. Uh, I think I'm with the majority of the people that's saying, I think Vin Diesel's head's getting a little too big. Oh, 100%. Okay. I don't... Yes, <laughs> yes and no. Yes, I know. Here's the thing about Vin Diesel. I, I, I really like Vin Diesel. From what I understand, he's a real nice guy. Um, people, for the most part, like He's really great with fans. Uh, this is all he has. This is all he has left. Oh, 100%. Well, it, it doesn't have left. to be. He just keeps going to do it, though. Because that... Uh, Jake, what the, other movie has he been great in? What's the one with the nanobites? The, the, from a couple At years one ago, point, he did have in human. Oh, oh, Bloodsport, uh, uh, Bloodshot, 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 Bloodshot was uh, terrible because of the director behind it. Like, it maybe because the comic is actually really cool. Uh, what's the one where him and uh, uh, Frodo were uh, fighting monsters? <laughs> Wing Blade. If that is not uh, the tagline, I swear to God, <laughs> <laughs> that is the most genius. He's well, Twitter, no, Twitter blew up has... on the the official Twitter page because they said they on when they announced the title, they said fasten your seatbelts instead of fast 10 your seatbelts. Then yeah. everyone went after them for not saying fast 10 your seatbelts. It's yeah. genius. It's just like when they called eight, they called it just F8. Yeah. F8 of the Furious, but they didn't do F8. Come on it's, now. It, the titles, <laughs> the titles are idiotic in this franchise. Anyway. But this um, is all he has, man. He's I know it is now, but it I love Triple X to be it all the one. Everything he's done, everything he's done outside of this has been. John, John says he he's Groot, right? You have to be a moron to mess up three lines, or three <laughs> three words. If you are messing up, I am Groot in different <laughs> tones. You don't deserve to be an actor, especially when it's teenage Groot or baby Groot. <laughs> Oh it's God. it's yeah. interesting i know that right now it's it's the only thing that he has and he's going to keep making them until forever or i mean we've been told that 10 is the last one i don't know if that's actually it'll be a two-parter yeah 
super protective. He's super protective. I just it it seems ridiculous to me that, and I get it. He's been in the franchise for a very long time. He took a break for two films, and he ended up coming back to it. And then he's been spearheading it ever since. But it just seems ridiculous to me that a studio would essentially choose him over the director. Like that just seems. If that is the case, if that <laughs> is the case. Unfortunately, he is literally the face of this franchise. It's just stupid, but he doesn't even need to be there to people if, to go watch the movies. They're not if watching. Paul it Walker for him. was still around, they could have gotten rid well, of him. Well, he's got a little bit of a if you if you remember what happened with Tokyo Drift, which looking back is I don't think it's that bad. I think it's I think bad. Tokyo Drift oh, is I like awesome. Tokyo Drift. It is awesome. Yeah. Yes. yeah. He wasn't in it. And, and just didn't Justin Dillon direct Tokyo Drift? Right? Yeah, that was the first one he did, yeah. Like, huh? But that one tanked. Largely yeah. because he wasn't in it until the, until the you know very end. Well, but. that cameo was one of the most memorable and like greatest surprises when he shows right. up. And oh man, yeah. But I don't know. I mean, look, maybe I was gonna say this yesterday, but maybe maybe those people who said they should have stopped at Furious Seven were right. I, I, I still that. stand by that. I still stand yeah. by that. I, because I was a big, I thought Fate of the Furious did enough to warrant more movies. However, that's the worst movie in the franchise. <laughs> Which well, not, no, nine is worse. Nothing, nine. No, nine, nine is no. Worse. The Fate of the no, Furious is whatever the submarine one is the Wait. worst. Yes, no, no, thank no, you. I I did lost track of the numbers. It's eight, Brian. the submarine's the worst. Eight at least has a scene where uh the the two uh, Shaw brothers are fighting with the baby in the baby. It doesn't. Seat. It is no, idiotic. No, 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 no. Keith, Keith. No. When when uh, when Shaw and Hobbs are uh, you know breaking out of prison. Yeah, that's that, good. That scene's that's, awesome. Yeah, I know, right? Is Charlize Theron the bad guy for the submarine one? Yes. Yeah. But she's okay, also yeah. a nine. I stand by my statement. The submarine no, one no, is no, the no. worst. Nine. You literally the have a scene though. where Tyrese is surrounded by guns and they have the higher ground. It and doesn't matter. No matter who you are, you should never be allowed to push a torpedo with your bare hands it, like The Rock did. Jake, never. Okay, Jake, but Vin Diesel fell never. Like Jake, feet we are into... eight movies in the franchise. Jake, we have cars it doesn't in space. matter. Jake, you got to know the franchise, okay? There are eight movies in. Why does that surprise you? Eight movies in. It's just. I mean, no, no. Jake, if you're getting surprised by torpedoes, we just had a car go to space and swing across a That's what I'm saying. Ravine. I understand that. That would be I understand that, but it was pushing a torpedo right? with your <laughs> pushing your pushing a torpedo with your bare hands should not be allowed. They drove ever. a car into space. But drove a car right. into space. Driven by ludicrous by and two morons. By two Look, morons. I, I agree with PJ. Uh, Vin Diesel's ego. Like ever since Paul Walker died, he's taken on. And I get it. Maybe in the beginning, it, it, it was coming from a place of love and like wanting to protect what him and Paul Walker, Pablo, as he says, yeah. were doing. Because Paul Walker, there there are interviews where he talks about up until twelve movies. So this was always a plan. That's all he had to. Vin, or. <laughs> Yeah, Vin Diesel's got, ego got just got into the way. It did. And it backs up what Dwayne Johnson said about him being lazy, not giving it his all, and just being pretty much like like a diva on set. Yeah. I love I love the rock just flat out said, Yeah, dude, the dude's lazy. Like 
And Dwayne Johnson turned him down publicly because Vin Diesel put out a social media post that said, it's time for you to come back. This yeah, is and he goes, Pablo no. Would have wanted. And he said, hell no. Listen, <laughs> but you know what, though, Gio? You remember the other night, the three of us, me, you, and our, our dear friend Jacob, we talked about this. I'm still not convinced that The Rock is not coming back, though. He's not coming back ever. Oh, yeah. I, Remember, he's, I, he comes from wrestling. This is what they do. He's not coming back ever. So, I think he hates Vin Diesel to a point where yeah, it's, I don't he think might. he's ever coming back. I don't think maybe. he's ever coming back. Maybe, you know maybe. what he would do? You know what he would do, Keith? He would make a car franchise on his own <laughs> uh-huh. just to spite Vin Diesel, and it'd uh-huh. be 10 times better. That's what he would do. But it'd be, be like fat. It'd be like quick and angry. And you know series. what it would be? That's what it would be. Called. It would be an actual street racing franchise that would do a hell of a lot better than what we're seeing right now. Like uh, what they tried to do with uh, Need for Speed with Aaron Paul. I think with yeah, Jake hey, just I wants that different movie. versions. I love Jake that wants movie. different versions of the first one. Like that type I want different racing. versions of the first three, essentially, is what I want. That's true. Hey, but look, Louis Leterrier, I, I don't know his name. Uh, he's not he's not a bad replacement. I mean, I enjoyed Unleashed with Jet Li, where he has a collar on and he fights. Like oh, Transporter. you challenged that to me, Gio. You yeah. challenged that to yeah. me. Transporter, The Incredible Hulk, which the I'm Incredible Hulk is on. a very underrated film. Very now underrated. you see me, the first one. I like right. that movie. Like, yeah. is he too. the guy that? Is this the guy that made the movie where the? I get mixed up. Where the he brothers to, like too. Yeah. his heart will stop if it. Doesn't. No, those that's oh. crank. No, crank. Oh, crank. No. That's what I was thinking of. Oh yeah, transporters. The dude, dude, the crank things. movies are awesome. They are so yeah. much fun. Kind of mind. Yeah. So I mean, mostly. I mean, if I'm gonna watch this movie in theaters, I need to go to a place that serves alcohol. I need to have a beer while watching. I mean, it. every theater does that now, Gio. So we're fine. I just, no, the one theater I went to did not serve alcohol. I think that's what you know. What we should go do? You live a block and a half away from a theater. No, 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 no. You, you know what we need to go do? We need to we need to watch this at the drive-in and just drink our life away at the drive-in. Let's do it. Have someone drive us, obviously. Yeah, have someone drive us. Yeah. But, I'll keep my streak of oh, not watching these that. in the theater. <laughs> I'm gonna keep that going. Hey, now, now you're just I'm making a point. I'm to be the bad guy, though. That's that's pretty cool. Well, yeah, see, right. and Brie Larson's in it. Like, what they get yeah. all these actors? The movies are just trash. I Brie Larson, guy. terrible. She wants to love... have fun. Okay, so we'll see. PJ, you're not spamming the chat. I love seeing it. Um, to, uh, to be fair, I want to bring up. I want to bring oh. up all his comments, but I want to bring up this one specifically. And he says, uh, "But the series' biggest issue is it's lost its main character. Brian was the series, not Dom." Yeah. And then we lost the biggest actor in The Rock. Yeah, that's very true. Very true. I love yeah, you. and F-Fi you know, like way better than just it is no, way better than F A. To, to to briefly add to that, PJ, <laughs> like what made me love Fast Five, Six, and even Seven was hmm. the family, like Gal Gadot, Han, uh, Don Omar, Tego. Um, Dwayne Johnson and like there was that family and seven was beautiful, but eight, nine, it just, it, it did not, there were characters missing. And I know nine brought back Han, but which was cool, but it just like, I was invested because of the ensemble there. Hmm. And this movie fast X fast 10, whatever you better find a way to bring back Gal Gadot. 
You brought back Han. Bring back <laughs> oh, Giselle. Here we go. Here we go. She went under the wheel of an airplane. No, Brian, you know what? Yeah. I, I think it's happening. Han blew up. Han blew up in the car. Han, I, I think He's you want to know twice. why? I, I, here, yeah. Here's what it is. Here's what it is. I'm, you know what? I'm throwing a mad theory out there. Justin Lin left the franchise because Universal wanted to bring Gal Gadot back, and he didn't. There you go. There you go. <laughs> uh, Boom. All I know is that if I hope Jason Momoa is like – driving next to someone and he's like hitting his car and then all of a sudden he just pulls out a trident and stabs like the tire they should they should make a trident his weapon of choice i'm not kidding i I really think they need to go just say it's something supernatural at this point they really may as well (laughs) Uh, yeah it's a magic those those those, uh cross chains are magic uh, i mean they kind of already did in um with idris elba he had like super. Oh, he wasn't. He remember Black Superman. He was Black yeah. Superman. Yeah. So yeah, they kind of redid. I like hey, that. One. Bring Vesta Kirby into Fast Ten. Hobbs and Whatever. Shaw. Hobbs. Hobbs and Shaw is the route the franchise should have gone, but instead they're making these ridiculous things. Yeah. Um, look. I hope. So I, I. Sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, Last I was thing. just gonna say I hope that they end the franchise stealing like 4K players because they started off with like DVD <laughs> players and their big heist is just 4K <laughs> TVs or something. Absolutely. <laughs> Like digital digital copies, digital. yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. The, Q, the QR codes of things—that's what they really. Uh, want. Look, we—I want to make sure we get to CinemaCon, but um, we we have gotten some very incredible donations from our viewers, and I want to make sure I get to these uh, for Jacob. Um, to everyone watching, I cannot <laughs> thank you guys enough for this. Uh, Harrison donated ten dollars. No comment there. Just a simple donation. Thank you, uh, John Booze with fifty dollars, saying for oh the friend gosh. Jacob. Um, Rachel coming in with a two hundred dollar donation. Rachel and saying Rachel. love and prayers, Jacob. Uh, John Pierce with a five dollar say here for the apocalypse. Apocalypse yes, crew, excuse John, me. Thank you. And KF KVM one two three with the ten dollar donation as well. How. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I mean, wow. Thank you guys. Seriously. Um, it, it means a lot that you guys are willing to do that. And specifically for Jacob, uh, I know that everyone knows he's going through a very hard time right now. And as much as this may not make things better, it'll definitely help in a little way uh, that he definitely needs it. So thank you. Thank you all so, so much for that. We really, really appreciate it. Any, anybody yes. want to say anything? I know yes. Keith, you weren't here while you were, while we were talking about it. So, uh, well, you know, uh, the hell can I say? Just uh, you know, I've talked to him. Obviously, you know, we got to see him the other night. But uh, you, I was actually watching a little bit as I was driving in, or well, listening uh, as I was uh, driving in from work. So um, I didn't get to see it all. But you know, Gio, you touched on it. We're all we've all become such good friends over the over the years here, uh, and so this this hurt all of us. Um, obviously, not as much as him course but uh the and, and heard a lot of us that are you know, obviously not a part of this channel but uh just in our extended group so thanks to thanks to everyone for any thoughts and prayers or whatever it is uh positive energy all that stuff uh for our dear friend jacob um uh, you know jacob is uh, just one of my dearest friends that i have and yeah but that's it i love him uh well, yeah you know and so Love you guys, everyone. So thank you all. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you to everyone again. Really. We really, really appreciate it. Um, 
All right, let's let's kind of shift gears away from the directorial exits and let's get to CinemaCon because there is a lot that was tweeted about, news articles, um, reported on, all kinds of things happening with CinemaCon. And we just want to make sure that we everyone knows we're not going to be like diving into every single thing. It's going to be much more of like a roundtable open discussion about what one person wants to talk about. We'll talk about it and then kind of move on. Uh, specifically because things were released and announced that we didn't get to see to the public. It was all privately in the event. Um, you know, trailers and footage and sneak peeks and all that type of stuff. Uh, so it's going to be more so just like hypothetical talks, a little excitement, things that we like, etc. cetera. Um, Brian, I'm going to start with you. Actually. No, don't start with me. Okay, Gio, I'm going to start with you, actually. Because I'm drawing, I'm having a brain fart of what they draw. Oh no, you can start with me. I've got okay, Brian, like, we're gonna we're gonna like, start with you, Brian, oh. and then we're gonna go around, um, and we'll go to Geo next, then Keith. Uh, so, Brian, what is something that you would like to bring up that the crew can talk about? Um, Barbie is gonna be the most fire movie. <laughs> yeah, it is. Of yeah, twenty is it twenty twenty three? It's coming out. It's next next year. Yeah, it's next yeah. summer. I think it is. Um, I yeah. Well, and and that's because one. I, Harrison, I forgot what my topic was, so I was just like, move on, move on. And then I was like, oh, yeah, it's Barbie. Um, it Obviously, Greta Gerwig directing is is huge for you. It's my um, favorite work. She did Lady Bird. Bird. You know, she she did Little Women, Little obviously. Women. Uh, she's, she's from of, uh, right down the street from here. Sacramento. Now. It's a big deal for us. Yeah. Uh, I'm very excited for it. I think Margot Robbie is obviously like a perfect choice. The cast is ridiculous. It is. Um, perfect it is it is a ridiculous cast um and that first photo they dropped of her in 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 the pink the pink car margot robbie looking very barbie and i love i love the synopsis that she was essentially kicked out of barbie school like (gasps) they put a synopsis yeah the idea all i saw was the picture that she was that she was essentially kicked out of barbie school is what's happening (laughs) um where did you see it yeah just google it that either uh, it was also descriptions of, of people from tweeting from the actual event. Uh, but yeah, I, I thought it looked great. She's the perfect choice. Um, and Greta Gerwig directing is obviously a big deal. And I think there was another gentleman uh, who co-wrote it with her, um, who's a big deal as well. I got to look this up. Hold on. Oh my God, um, I can't believe I didn't know that they made a, a Someone else co-wrote it with Noah Baumbach. Yeah, who did uh, oh, wow. Marriage Story. Okay. Uh, and I know, Keith, you've never seen Marriage Story, but... Um, Noah Baumbach uh, co-wrote it with her, which is incredible. So, and Diablo and Diablo Cody, which is a big deal as well. Aren't they? I was, oh, I was gonna say, are films very good? I'll say, aren't they? Bad? Yeah, Baumbach and Gerwig are. Yeah, they're they're a couple. So, yeah, okay. um, they 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 co-wrote it together. Gerwig is directing. Um, cool. after they were both nominated for an Oscar, uh, so I mean, why not? You know, this is just. The reading through it makes me so happy because it's going to be absolutely ridiculous. The cast is incredible. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, Margot Robbie, Ryan Gosling, America Ferreira, uh, Kate McKinnon, Simu Liu, Issa Rae, Emma McKay, Michael Sarah. I could do without him, and Will Ferrell. Yeah, Although it's, I, can't, it's, I cannot it's find anything great. about the plot, though. I'll send it to you, Ryan. I'll send it to you. Um, but all right, Gio, oh. I know you've been waiting. I know you've been waiting. We know what's coming. We know what's coming. What I honestly thought about, about saying it before 
<laughs> just to get what do you want to talk about that came out of CinemaCon? You know, guys, it's always good to drink water, and you know that's a very important part of life. Um, Avatar Two: The Way of Water. Yes. Here we go. Hey, you know what? Here we go. You said you said for years that you know this movie. This movie ain't happening. It's not. No, James Cameron. This movie's I mean, in development. What has James Cameron been doing all this time? Come on. It doesn't take 10 years to make a sequel. 12. 12 years to make a sequel. <laughs> I stand corrected. Well, you know what? From what I've heard at CinemaCon, the technology that was displayed, the footage of underwater in particular, mind-blowing. James Cameron made 3D a thing, a phenomenon. And then directors tried to jump on that, and studios tried to jump on that, and then 3D became uncool, aside from Dread and The Amazing Spider-Man and Tron Legacy, um, which I think came out before uh, Avatar. But anyways, the hype. Tron Legacy came out after Avatar, by the way. Oh, it did? Oh, 2010. That's right. My apologies. I say, damn, man. I know you're good at trivia, Jesus. But, anyways, um, I am so looking forward to Avatar. And I think a lot of people are as well. The fact that they're giving the first movie a re release um, sometime in the fall, I think it was September, right, Jake? How many times? I don't care. How many Thank times you. have you release this movie? Thank you. How many times? It's been released he's, six times over the last decade. He's like, the most petty man by having like, to constantly I, I, like, re-release that movie. Who like, like what's the point? Wait, hold on, hold on. Let me let me okay. hold on. Hold on. Let me step in. Hey, on, got, now got, you're here. This, Go ahead. This has no, 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 no. Hold on. This has, I'm not saying this because of the whole Marvel thing. This has nothing to do no, with no. it. No, about this, Marvel. I, I I don't I don't see the point in releasing it six times over twelve years. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Aren't you excited for Top Gun? Top Gun Maverick? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Movie was made 11 years ago. All right. It's been, Mo- it's been- Hold on. We had a two-year pandemic. <laughs> yes. So, don't you think that, that... What? Okay. Apply that same logic to Avatar. The movie's supposed to come out in 2018. I'm talking about re-releasing the original. Right. Are you talking about, I thought you were talking about the delays. So, okay. No, well, they're, re- they're no, re-releasing no, no. the Hold original on. again. They okay. have to keep re-releasing it. How many times did Lucas release Star Wars? How, how many times Star Wars was released? How seriously? How many theatrical experiences? How many how times many, did he edit the film? How many theatrical experiences yes. can you truly put up there with Avatar? The first time you saw it. How many theatrical? Yeah, there's the a first lot. Time we there's a lot. Like I, I, I have a lot like, of experiences like Avatar. Dude, so when's the last time you guys seen Avatar? Uh, probably three, four years ago. It was the very first thing I watched on Disney Plus. Three, oh, you three, mean four like years ago. In, the- yeah. in theaters? No, just... Yeah. Oh. Or, or last time we visited. I mean, a couple of years ago. Yeah, a couple of years. It's You're going to be reminded of <laughs> just how incredible it's that a good movie, movie was to see in 3D. And I'm not going and seeing it again in Did you guys theaters. all see it in theater? Oh, yeah, yeah, I saw it opening weekend. I remember exactly oh. where I was. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's the closest I ever actually. Came to if I'm actually... not mistaken, I I had to go see it back to back days because I told Shaw, my friend Shaw, I said you got to see this movie. 
<laughs> and we saw it at my local theater in my hometown. Oh, wow. Okay. That's the closest that I've ever come to thinking about doing drugs and going and seeing a movie. I, heard... I thought that was Annihilation, Brian. <laughs> no, I meant like actually doing drugs. I uh -huh. felt like I was on drugs okay, out okay, in Annihilation. Look, Brian all I'm saying is, I mean, the, the fact <laughs> that James Cameron is bringing a movie to the Annihilation big screen. Annihilation made me do drugs. <laughs> the fact that James Cameron is bringing the movie to the big screen again should get us all excited. And the fact that I it's just... a sequel should make us even more excited oh, look i'm i'm gonna go see it opening weekend i am like i'm interested day. in seeing it opening day whatever um depends on what i'm doing that day um <laughs> but like i'm not like clamoring to get back well, there like that 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 feeling you haven't seen the trailer yet so yes but that feeling left me a decade ago like Nine, ten years ago, it was like, okay, well, this movie's never okay. gonna come, and then yeah, sure, and then it's never gonna come, and then it's like I've literally gone through high school, college, <laughs> and gotten engaged since the last time we saw Avatar. Yeah, the, the next dog. time you're gonna the see, and I'm gonna get Tell married me. by the, the time it comes out. And my friend, the next time you're gonna see Jake Sully, he is gonna have a family. So, so am someone, I by the next time. It brings, <laughs> yeah, right. I remember reading something about Sam Worthington said like he he played like a 50 year old and now he's actually yeah. like he said that last week. What right? did he, he what was the quote? Like oh, that's now he doesn't have to play it. No, he, he, he played he played the character in a wheelchair, but now he's actually in a wheelchair. Oh yeah. That's what he said. <laughs> Is he really in real life? No, 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 no. no. He was he's making saying, a joke about gonna... how long it took. About yeah. Long. Oh yeah. That was but, it. That... You know what? We're about to see a lot more of Sam Worthington this decade than we have in the previous decade. I was just about to say, what's he been doing? After Avatar. He's been making Avatar for 12 years, Keith. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, what was his last good performance? Was it Everest? Or, like, I can't remember. Like, that was Everest probably the last time we saw him was Everest. Yeah, I forgot about yeah. that. That was probably the last time we saw him. I just him. found the plot for Barbie, and I am very excited. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, Adol yeah, Adol everything in Barbie land. We're all going to watch it. We're all going to be reminded of James Cameron and why he's one of the goats. And so, yeah. I'm glad, uh... Oh, go ahead, Brian. No, I was just going to say, I'm glad. I mean, am I going to love it? Probably. Oh, Yeah. Is no, Hacksaw annoying? Ridge. Hacksaw Ridge for Sam Worthington. Hacksaw Ridge. And then I forgot about this. That's well, right. remember, they tried to make him the new action star, and it didn't work. Right. Remember Clash of the Titans? It just oh, didn't work. God. I love Clash of the Titans. I so I love Clash. I hate Wrath. Wrath was terrible, yeah. Wrath, Wrath is bad. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wrath is really Sorry, bad. I was thinking Wrath, yeah. I love it. But, um, but they tried to make him the new superstar. They did the same thing with Taylor Kitsch five years prior. It just did not work. Terminator Salvation wasn't that bad. I mean, I don't mind to, Terminator Salvation. I agree. Compared to Genesis and uh, Dark Fate. Yeah. Hey, actually, Dark Fate's a good movie. I, I will give Dark it. Fate. Dark Fate. I watched it two weeks ago. It's a good movie. Oh, okay. I watched it. Maybe again. I watched it again. Like, Maybe it's because I turned it off after the first five minutes and what happened. So, <laughs> give I... the movie a chance. I thought Salvation was fine, though. I agree. Yeah. I yeah, Christian Bale, same words. Yeah, yeah. Was, as long dope. as that, I don't have to see uh, a giant Stanford T-shirt on an alien. <laughs> I'll be happy. You're talking about uh, that, Sigourney Weaver's character. Yeah, who's coming that has, back? That has always been something yeah, right. that has bothered me mm -hmm. is the fact that where did she get that giant size Stanford 
sure movies Pandora, Brian. they're not selling it in the stanford gift shop to one size there's a a pandora gift shop they recreate all the the, human clothes that is the only thing that has ever like truly stuck with me i'm like where did they get that shirt hey listen (laughs) shout out to shout out to stanford i was there for two months Hey, oh, Karen. Okay, that's different. That's different, Keith. Don't Karen, I, like that. I think I agree with you, Karen. Although it's close between Aliens and T2. It's very close. Um, all right, enough of the Avatar, Avatar talk. I want to get to Keith before we run out of time here. And even maybe if myself has something by the time uh, time ends. Keith, what is something from CinemaCon that kind of stood out or that maybe that you want to bring up and talk about? Oh, well, I just mentioned it already because I, I was... <laughs> teasing you about it but i'm super excited for top gun oh my gosh i'm glad yeah, to baby. Hear, um, yeah baby i i but, uh, excuse me didn't they say it was going to be delayed again right early in the no. year may 27th oh yeah it's I, did, I thought they announced it tickets earlier. tickets literally came out today yeah no but i'm talking about back in the beginning of the year i thought they said they were going to delay it again no they pushed mission impossible oh it was mission impossible you're right okay. yeah wrong, which wrong is the one yeah, yeah right. which is okay. what i'm going to bring up so Oh, okay. Well, never mind. All right. Well, good. Yeah. Well, then I'm super excited about Top Me Gun. Me too, Keith. I, oh, my God. Dude, did you see the early re- reactions? Yes. People, That's why people, people are saying it's mind. the best movie of the year. Better than the better than the original, of course. Which They're saying good. it's one of, if not one of, or if not Tom Cruise's, like, best modern-day action movie. Did McQuarrie direct? Woo! No. Uh, Joseph Kaczynski did. It was the guy who did Oblivion. Oh, okay. Joseph right. Kaczynski, okay. but Chris, but Chris oh, McQuarrie was involved. He was like executive producer, or oh, he was I heavily, heavily familiar. involved. Yeah. Right. Why, why does Oblivion sound familiar? Because Oblivion's a super cool sci-fi movie. It's okay. I didn't mind I didn't, Oblivion. I didn't I think know. it was that bad. Yeah. yeah I didn't mind it at all. I, did he I also do a Tron Legacy? Joseph Kaczynski? Uh, yeah. yeah, I think so. Actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. you're right. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Well, I, and he did. I'm oh, and he did only the brave. That was a good movie. See, my 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 brother in battle, Tron PJ. Legacy. PJ, Tron okay. Legacy kicks ass. I saw that in IMAX and 3D, and that movie was like tripping. I mentioned that. You know what? Give give Kaczynski a Marvel right. property. Come yeah. on, give him a something, Marvel property. Something bright. Give him a. So yeah, look, Top Gun comes out uh, May twenty seventh. Um, it was just announced today that early screening tickets are actually available for seven o'clock on Tuesday of that week. Um, so if oh. you're interested, go on Twitter. I be- I retweeted the link, um, and you can go find it on my Twitter page. But there's a link, and you can search where you're from, and you can find out if there's a theater near you that has a ticket available. Um, so go check that out. That movie comes out very soon. It's been a very long wait. It's been my number one anticipated film for the last two years, and I cannot wait to see that movie. But I want to bring up another Tom Cruise epic, and that is Mission Impossible 7. Uh, official title was released, and the official title for the next two films are Dead Reckoning Part 1 and Dead Reckoning Part 2. What is happening? Um, Chris McQuarrie directing again, coming back after doing the previous two. Uh, and according to CinemaCon, they showed the scene that we've seen all kinds of behind the scenes images of, of that epic, uh, motorcycle ra- ramp jump, um, over a cliffside that Tom Cruise actually did. Uh, of course, because he's Tom. The Cruise. man is literally insane. He has a death wish. He hundred yeah. percent has a death wish. 
Um, and people are saying it's the craziest, biggest, most ridiculous, outrageous stunt that he's ever done. Um, and Jeffrey Miller just they're doing two more, my guy. Two more. And it's epic. Not one. And but two. this this is how you lengthen a franchise out, not like Fast and Furious. You do it this way, because it works. Uh Tom Cruise knows what he's doing. The cast is incredible. Haley Atwell. Haley Atwell mm-hmm. was added to the cast. Yeah. Cannot wait to see that. Um Vanessa Kirby's coming back as the White Widow uh, yeah. from Fallout. Like obviously Simon Pegg and and Ving Rhames, the crew's coming back. Rebecca Ferguson. Um, Can I put yeah, out Rebecca Ferguson? You're right. Uh, just a, a killer cast with a great director who has no, a I like great hold with a great hold on this franchise. Um, I, I'm I'm so pumped. I'm What's so. Pumped. Uh, okay, so oh, no, no, no. Go ahead. I was quickly gonna ask: Is uh, Clint Barton coming back? What the what, fuck? What's Jeremy? Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. uh, oh, I, I don't think I don't think so. Okay. I don't think so. Okay, so I think that I think the uh, that that ship has sailed, unfortunately. Uh-oh. Oh no! Bummer. His internet went out. Um, dead reckoning. Someone's coming back from the dead, right? Maybe. Who? Because originally I was like, why wouldn't they just call it reckoning? Mission Impossible Reckoning. It just sounds like a perfect video game title or something like that. And then I thought about it, and I was like, dead reckoning. I mean, we know that someone that has died in the past. It's been so long since I watched them all. That would be like, holy shit, they're back. Well, uh, Mm, I feel like John Voight's not a big as far as as far as like bad guys. All the bad guys are a thousand percent dead and that it would be it would make no sense. But maybe there's like maybe Ethan Hunt wronged someone in the past that we've forgotten about that comes back. Um but we know that the past two Christopher McQuarrie films have all been one large story. Uh, it's very Bondy, where like we have that organization, the Syndicate is kind of like in control of everything, right? Spectre um, done right. Well, I mean, Spectre was I thought Spectre was Spectre was, was done right personally. Yeah. Um, but these ones have been better. These next two, it it. I think that these two are going to be closely attached to the previous two rogue nation and fallout but then also be a two-part story to kind of conclude everything i think these those will, i think personally these will be the last two films we see with ethan hunt uh in the mission impossible franchise and then if they they can do mission impossible movies whenever they want they just don't they're have gonna to do a paramount hunt. plus series yeah they i mean they don't have to do a character of ethan hunt they can do it on literally anybody a, a, a agent of any name It'll um, literally, just, it'll be like Anna de Armas, not that James Bond, they're doing it, where it's like an Anna de Armas type character that they can just pull. Wow. That's another thing we need to yeah. talk about. The John Wick spinoff. The I, I, is that's officially... what, why I said it, because I was shocked that you didn't bring, pick that one. Dude, I think I said it when we reviewed John Wick, but woo! Anna de Armas is starring as the ballerina in the John Wick spinoff. Anyway, um... Brian, to your answer your question, I don't know if there's anybody that would come back from the dead that would make sense at this yeah. point in the franchise. Henry Cavill. But like, I think it's too. I would love him back, but I think it's too soon that we're like, okay, we the, brought him the back dude got the dude years. literally got drugged down by a helicopter. Yeah. Like, um, and I don't, don't get me I wrong, think, I loved him, but he's too. I think it it might be something movie. very bondy to where like. 
maybe someone who is actually in charge of the syndicate is someone that Ethan knows and has known for a very long time. The syndicate leader. I I think I think Henry Cavill was essentially just a pawn in a larger scheme, and it would be really cool to see him back. But I think there's going to be a villain brought to the forefront in this film. Who's Kit is uh it's the um i believe kit ridge is the orange-haired guy uh mistake me if i'm wrong pj what's his name um oh my god oh my god i'm forgetting i'm forgetting uh, his name kit ridge is uh oh what is this henry curse c-z-e-r-n-y Henry Zerny. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm maybe I'm forgetting who it is then. Kit Ridge. I'll see if I see the face, I'll remember, obviously. Um, but no, I, I don't think anybody from the dead is coming back to answer your question. I, I just think that might be a little we're seven movies in. Like, I think we're getting to one story that you know. John Boy. Oh, Kit Ridge. Yes. Thank you, Ed. That helps me. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Sorry, go ahead, guys. Okay. Oh, no, I just um, I I don't I don't know if I buy into like I mean uh, obviously the two movies have already been shot, but I just I can't see Tom Cruise giving it up. I just Mission Impossible. Yeah, I he's not going to make it forever. way too much fun. But then again, you want to go out on he? top, he's, right? He's in his sixties. Late fifties, early sixties, I think. Is he sixty or no? I mean, wow. the man's not a spring chicken by any mean. Yeah. Um. Oh, wow. Jesus, he's about to be sixty just, in July. I mean, he looks better than I do. Oh, hundred percent. Not you. Oh, I would just meant well, in general. Well, Sorry. Hey, yeah, I think. Uh, wow. I, I think I, the second it came out of my mouth, I went, "Oh wow. shit." I think eight Mission Impossible movies on his resume and them all but one being pretty damn good is is a is something that he can go off and be happy about. Um, ever since he came back for Gross Protocol when they returned to the franchise and after all those years, um, they've all been stellar. They've all like one up there each other, you know, Ghost Protocol, Rogue Nation, Fallout. They've all just been doing incredible things. And I think these two will probably end up being their last two. Just my my opinion. No, sure. And then I could see them doing a Paramount Plus series. You know, maybe bring, uh, uh, what's his name? Hot Fuzz, God, Simon Pegg, you know, as one of the characters. Like, I think that'd be pretty cool, but. Yeah. Should we all do like one speed round quick through something else we liked? Or speed round, did? go, Brian. Uh, 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 crap. I lost mine. Geo, go. Uh, the Batman sequel finally announced. Yeah. I mean, it took yeah. a while, but I'm excited no about that. Uh, they could either go, I mean, the popular one is Court of Owls, but you can also do a character that we haven't seen in. Give me Mr. Freeze. 25 years. I already saw someone do a a poster of the like a batarang that's frozen. Give me Mr. Freeze. Give me Mr. Freeze. Perfect. Although, give me Brian. Give me Brian Cranston as Mr. Freeze. Although, yeah, but given how Matt Reeves or Hugo Weaving, 
I would. That's better. I love Hugo Weaving. Yeah, that, that'd be a great <laughs> choice. But keep in mind, look how Matt Reeves did Riddler and Penguin. I mean, Penguin's amazing, but like, yes, Harrison Hush, the version that we all are thinking of right now. So just I want, yeah, I think I want to hear or a villain that isn't like superpower based. Like you can obviously do Freeze that, right? He just creates the ability. Um, it's much more of a grounded take on the characters, right? And I think Mister Freeze would be a, and it's like redemption. He re, he already re, redeemed Riddler, even though Jim Carrey's Riddler is awesome. He kind of redeemed him in a way uh, for the majority of people. Um, but I'm also a hundred percent not against them doing someone we've never seen before. And I know a lot of people want Hush. Hush. A Please. lot of people want Hush. Give me Hush and Court of Owls now with the happiest person. I want Court of Owls as the third film. I, I want it to be I, a big, big, giant finale film. And I, I think that choice. would be great. Yeah. Um, another quick one is if Rachel is still in the chat, I would love to hear this. Why do we need the Hunger Games prequel? Yeah, but that's been in the work for years now. Yeah. No, it the hasn't because the book came out like a year ago. It was, it been announced ever since the book came out. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What is the book called? Wait, the title? Yeah, the title? The Ballad of, of Songbirds and Snakes, I believe is the title. It's, I, it's not the first ever Hunger Games. It's like, the 30th or something i want to say it's, yeah so it's past it's you know um kiefer not kiefer sutherland donald sutherland's mm -hmm. the president snow yeah it's like when he was katniss's age essentially interesting so, so are they gonna then. like are they gonna hobbit it and do three movies or like speaking of the hobbit they announced they didn't announce but they they put it on the board. Warner Brothers, a new Lord of the Rings film is coming. I heard it's animated, um, though. I believe it is animated. Yeah. Uh, there's no date, but that is coming. My one quick thing would have been the Anna de, Anna de Armas news, uh, the ballerina. I'm so pumped for that. I love that she's kind of now being thrown into uh, the the limelight a lot more. I think she's just great. Um, she was a freaking badass monster. In Bond. In in Bond, Bond man. Her like, swinging around on yeah, people. And I stuff. think it's great. I, I think it's great. Um, oh, PJ says it's the anime. Uh, it's the oh. anime, Lord of the Rings, which is sick. That's cool. Interesting. Uh, that's very, very cool. Um, uh, but yeah. Other thing, Sony, stop with your stupid uh, villains for Spider-Man. Just stop. Yeah. Well, that's not... I don't even want to get into that. That's well, just, wait, yeah. hold on. Wait, wait, wait. Real quick. What are they, what are they doing? Just real We're doing quick. of obscure villain that's a professional wrestler. Oh, Elmer... El uh, Morto. El fuck. El fuck. Just <laughs> Mor Just now you're wow. making me say it. Morto. Dios de Morto. El Morto. Yeah. Like yeah. I just, I, I would have yeah. got it. I mean, but what happened to Silver, Silver Sable? And she's Black on the docket. They say she, she's the next <laughs> Whatever. one. Whatever. And Venom 3, too, right? They're doing Venom. Whatever. 3. That I'm okay. I'm better. I Craven. actually like Venom. Craven, as long as really Andrew Garfield's in that, I don't care. So make it make it as long as Andrew Garfield's in there. I need Craven. Yeah. Craven. No, because Craven's gonna be a flipping hero, which is stupid. Yeah. Start making it's the whole Black Adam like question that. I have right now. So um all right, gentlemen. Well, I think that might I mean look, there's obviously a lot of stuff that we could talk about for an extended period of time. Um but those are the kind of things that we wanted to focus on, uh, you know, for the majority of it. 
and again, to everyone who's been watching this entire time, to everyone who donated, thank you guys so much for being a part of this and just supporting and being here. We really, really appreciate it. I know Jacob does as well. Um, nice I'm sure. Back. Yeah, it, it is. It's been a rough two weeks for us and being on here is very much kind of a break for us sometimes. So it's very nice to be back. And I'm sure Jacob will feel the same once he's able to watch this and take part in it. Um, and again, thank you all for the donations. Uh, if, if you want to, anybody watching on the playback, if you would love to leave some uh, comments in the chat uh, or in the comment section for him, please do so. We would love to hear that. Uh, but for now, we'll go ahead and round out by doing some quick plugs and then we'll head out. Uh, the man who just cut the lights, Mr. Gio Ramos, where can everyone find you online? Uh, you guys can find me Whoa. on Twitter. Sorry, what? Your light went in and out, but never mind. Go ahead. I think it was your computer screen. Probably. Mm -hmm. uh, you guys can find me on Twitter at FannyMunite21. Of course, on Apocalyx Movies here every Tuesday. And with Mr. Sean Wingblade, we do our Halo recap. Uh, we have episode seven coming up yes i'm sorry yes. this these past couple weeks have just been you can see oh. five and geo did quick five and six reviews on the channel they're about 10 minutes long and they'll be back this week with episode seven is it getting Absolutely. good huh mm -hmm. is it getting good uh, yeah i will say yes we finally it's one got... centralized story now finally it's uh there was something that was a bit of a drought for a couple episodes but we finally got an epic thing in Okay. The second to most recent episode. So check that out. And Brian. Uh, you can find me at Seen on Twitter. Uh, a certain point of view if you're into the Schmodown. Um, and then tomorrow, holy smokes, it's the Moon Knight finale. Um, my body's telling me stay up and watch or my brain's telling me stay up and watch. My body's telling me absolutely not. I'll be watching uh, it in the morning. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to tell my um but yeah if you want to hear our thoughts i'm sure it'll probably maybe be a longer episode because we didn't do anything for four or five sorry i was busy as all hell um so there's a whole bunch to spot talk about i'm sure we'll do a separate like full recap show yeah um, because it'll be three full episodes we might try to break it up somehow yeah um we don't want to shortcut sense. anything, so just kind of stay up to date on our Twitter and, and here, of course, too. So yeah, so uh, oh God, it's been a long time. Six thirty. Yeah, but we'll obviously talk about timing for I all think, of us. Yeah, yeah. Um. So yeah, tomorrow, check it out really quickly. Do we see another Marvel character show up? Yes, of course. It rhymes with Slade. That's what I think. Slade. If I'm putting money down, I think that's Slade. Fair nice. Enough. Nice. Um, yeah. Blade. Yeah. You could have just said it rhymes with Blade and just been really. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be like, what? Um, Do you imagine yeah. an show? No. Yeah. Then everyone would have been thinking Slade showing up. Oh my God. Slade Wilson, Deathstroke. Oh my God. Yeah. Um, great. Look, yeah, you can cool. find me on Twitter at Qui-Gon Jake, two ends because someone else took it before I did. Uh, look, we're back for the time being. We'll be doing shows every Tuesday at seven o'clock Pacific right here. Uh, Moon Knight, Halo. We have Obi-Wan Kenobi coming very, very soon. That is less than a month away. We'll be talking about plans for that as it gets closer, obviously, because Brian and myself will be at Star Wars Celebration when that happens. Um, so we'll be discussing all of that as that gets closer. Uh, myself, you can um, POV with Brian, and then the Whiskey Jedi channel. My personal channel is called Jake Berlin. Um, 
latest video I did, it's back up. YouTube, uh, they, they did a good thing for once. The Avengers Watch Along with Gabby and myself is officially on the channel. Uh, we did a live watch along on YouTube to the Avengers 2012, the first official Avenger, Avengers film. And Gabby had a blast. She asked a lot of questions. I enjoyed the hell out of it because it was my first time seeing it in a while. So go check that out. I'd really, really appreciate it. So uh, for the whole crew here, I know Keith couldn't, uh, had to bounce out. He commented, had some technical difficulties. Um, again, just a big giant thank you to everyone. We cannot thank you guys enough for everything, all the support, just viewing, hanging out, talking with us. Uh, that's why we do this. And that's why we wanted to be back. Um, because you guys are as much part of this as we are. So, uh, to everyone who has watched to everyone has tuned in back on the replay as well. Thank you again. We hope you have a great rest of your evening, great rest of your week, and we will see you guys next time.